1: Good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible devotion time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you this morning. Hope you're doing good today. Thank God for you taking time to be with us for a few moments this morning. Let's open our Bible without further ado to the Gospel of John chapter number 12. We're going to be looking in verses 23 down through verse number twenty six. If you found your place there in God's word, let's begin by reading verse twenty three. The Bible says and Jesus answered them, saying, The hour is come that the Son of Man, that the Son of Man should be glorified. Now this morning as we're looking here, the word hour stands out. And that word hour, commonly, if we were to think about it in common terms, it means a definite or a definitive part or a division of a day. But it is also used to describe a brief period or fixed period, a definite, determined fixed period of time. And that, I believe, is what Jesus is meaning by that. He says the hour concerning what Jesus is speaking of, his death on the cross of Calvary. You see, Jesus is saying that the time of his suffering is so close at hand, it is if it is already here. And he considered it to be right there. And it was the hour, the time that had been determined from before the foundation of the world, if you will, it was his great hour of suffering. It was his great hour of shedding his blood, giving his life a ransom for you and for me, paying the sin debt of the entirety of the world. The hour, that speaks a lot of what Jesus is referring to, talking about his death. If we look at verse 23, Jesus answered them saying, The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Now, the Son of Man is a title Jesus ascribed to Himself, and by this title, Jesus means that, that He, God, has become man, and He is the Son of Man. He took on a robe of flesh. I'm glad that we have a Savior who knows what it means to be human. He was tempted in all points, yet without sin but he was tempted. He knows what we go through, and he is a caring and compassionate Savior simply because he had a robe of flesh and walked around in this world just as you and I do. But the title, The Son of Man, it's a very interesting title, and he would die for the sins of the world. And he would arise from the dead, and I'm glad that he did, ar- he, he arose, and I'm glad for that. And it is the greatest victory to be given to God and to the Father that the Son of God died for us and come up out of the grave to the glory of God. Verse number 24 of John chapter 12 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of of wheat, fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. And Jesus is speaking of his death and burial, that that will bring forth life to all who believe. It is because of his death, burial, and resurrection and us putting our faith and believing that He died for us, and that He arose for us, He lives for us, and He's coming again for us. And we put our faith and our trust in what Jesus did upon Calvary. You know what? I can't work for my salvation. I can't be good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not righteous. The Bible says all our righteousness are as filthy rags. But when we realize that Jesus died for us, that he made a way for us to be forgiven, to receive salvation, a free pardon from all our sin, to be justified. And as we're justified, it means that is, it is if, just as we had never sinned, because God wipes away all our sin. He takes our sin and casts them as far as the east is from the west. You can measure north to south but you cannot measure east to west because there is no way you can measure because it is a circle of never ending. So I'm glad today that Jesus saves. Verse number 25 of John chapter number 12 says this, he that loveth his life shall lose it and he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. It's interesting as we look at that phrase, he that loveth his life. Now what this means, I believe, is Jesus is teaching us that a person who loves his life here more than the will of God for later times, in other words, that a person that seeks the world and the pleasures of the world and the things of the world without considering God at all, that person is is not going to receive eternal life because they've never put their faith in Jesus. You see, this life is fleeting. Life is like a vapor. It appears and then it's gone. And eternity is forever. But someone who loves this life only more than the will of God. You see, it's the will of God that all men be saved. God's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And then he talks about, and he that hateth, his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. In comparison, that is a person that realizes the will of God to be saved is is right and accepts that, then that person will preserve their life eternally by receiving God's method of salvation. Verse number 26 of John 12 says, if any man serve me, Let him follow me, and where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, let him, rather, if any man serve me, him will my Father honor. If we are going to serve the Lord, now listen carefully, then we must also follow the Lord. You see, you're not serving the Lord unless you're following after him. And if we follow him, we will be with him. We will believe him. We will take his word. We will find ourselves worshiping him. I believe that we should gather together as God's people. And I realize it's difficult to do that sometimes because of sicknesses and viruses and all of that. But you know what? We're still gathering together with God's people around the word of God. And even if we do it through video, that is better than not doing it at all. But the Bible does say in Hebrews 10 25, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together. I'm praying that the virus and all these things that hinders us from worship will soon be dissipated to where God's people can once again gather together. There's just no substitution for gathering together with God's people. And if we're going to serve the Lord, we must follow him. And if we follow him, we will be with him. And if we are serving and following the Lord, we will be honored by God the Father. And I'm glad. I want to be pleasing in my Father's sight. I want to be pleasing. I'm not always pleasing. And I recognize that. Why is that? Because I'm flesh. And because I am filled with faults and failures. But you know what? I've decided to follow Jesus. I've decided to serve Him. And if I'm going to serve Him, I must follow him. And if I follow and serve the Lord, then will I please my heavenly father. And that is what Jesus is talking about. And we should not be uh, connected into this world so deep. I realize that we all have things in this world. We all have people in this world, places we like to go to. There's nothing wrong with that. But when those things become more important than the things of God, serving God, Following Jesus brings honor to the Father and it pleases Him. And there's where the difference is in our life. Let's follow the Lord. Let's serve God. Let's do more for Him right now than we have ever done before. Who knows? Today could be the day when the Lord returns. I want to be found faithful. I want to be found serving and following my Savior. May God bless you today and I hope you have a great weekend. Lord willing, We'll be back on Monday morning and pick back up in our Bible study and and we thank the Lord for you being with us. God bless you and have a great weekend. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you.